Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What's leverage? It's a strategic advantage, the power to act effectively, the power to persuade, the power to get a business deal done. That's what you're going to need to to step up in the music industry this time. It's not going to be because of your talent. It's going to be because there's people that clearly like your talent and you have a crowd and you have a reputation and you have a business. That's what's going to make the difference. That's why we called it the CLIMB, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. The the genius that came up with that acronym is my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then on, on a regular basis, he gives you opportunities to get in front of the pros and connect with them so that you can get your shot. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves and so you can get paid. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists such as Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular, no S, and there's no S because there's no other Johnny D. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm working on my pregnant pauses. <laughs> All right, on, man. All right. Uh, so this is, we're recording. This will be dropping sometime in December, I think. This so is supposed I'll... to drop on my father-in-law's birthday. This ought to drop on December the 11th. Oh, my goodness. That's like just, uh, what, 20, like 14 sleeps from... Christmas, something like that. Not yeah, not long at all. Oh we'll definitely be in China for this one. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. I know. I love it. Um, so today uh, we're going to talk about the seven benefits of focusing on your audience, mm-hmm. of changing your focus more to your audience. Let's say, okay, okay. Uh, and um, we'll get into that in a second. It's but like first, staring at the girl, the pretty girls in the front row, that kind of audience focus. Well, that could be a benefit. I mean, I've actually benefited like from benefit? that. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you mean necessarily. Okay. <laughs> no, no, that's a different kind of benefit. <laughs> okay, just a different thing. Okay, God, just want to clarify. <laughs> But, um, oh, I'm sure they're going to love this segue here, but the Clive Podcast is about a partner with disc makers <laughs> who've been supporting any musicians before any music was even a thing. Uh, when you're ready to make CDs, DVDs, vinyl, or distribute your music and videos with customized USBs, go to discmakers.com, D-I-S-C, makers.com. It's the only place you need to go. That's right. And while you're there... Check, uh, check out the Guides and Resources tab and download some of their excellent free guides. They've just revised and expanded their home studio handbook, which has a ton of great advice and information for newbies and studio veterans. You can also find the Climb podcast under their uh, Guides and Resources tab. And you can find Disc Makers online at shocker, www.discmakers, D-I-S-C, makers.com, or give them a call at 800-468-9353. That's 800 468 9353. 
Boom. Thank you, Disc Makers. And uh, hey, guys, uh, join the Climb community if you haven't done so already. Uh, lots of songwriters, lots of indie artists sharing marketing ideas, connecting co-writes. Uh, it's just a cool little artist community that continues to grow, I'm proud to say, like every single week. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's very active and people are you know, in it to win it and, and trying to become a better version of themselves, of their artist selves, which is, which is cool. We're getting lots of wins posted up with different tours and, uh, you know, uh, uh, cuts, people getting cuts and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff, man. It's really fun. And, and if you ask the good questions and stuff, I mean, uh, we're still, we're still answering them, right? Brent and I are still getting on there if we see it. And Yeah, just answer what we can when we can, if it's relevant and we're the best people to answer it, we try. Mm-hmm. Weighing in on it. That's right. Uh, and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. It, uh, the, the shows will come automatically into your podcast player and your device, be archived, and you can view them in order or bounce around, but they're all there that you can uh, – and you can access them at will. Mm-hmm. Take five seconds to leave a five-star rating and review Wouldn't for a mighty fine picking and a singing. And <laughs> right. let people know uh, what you think. And, uh, you know, tell the truth. Tell them what you think. But uh, finally, the best compliment you could give us is, is to share this. I mean, that's, that's, that's the world, right? That's mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're, you know, getting people in the climb community, when you're taking a post that we have up there and you're, you're sharing it to somebody else saying, hey, check this out. This is a killer podcast. This could help you. Uh, that means we get to help more people. And that's, that's why we do it. You know, yeah. that's what's going on. So um, with that, I, I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I understand an artist's need to be artistic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously that's why we're here, but um, there's a disconnect still constantly a disconnect between an artist's want to be to do art and the ability to find an audience doing it which would allow them to be paid to do the art mm-hmm. right yes so i'm speaking here to you know the artists out there who want to make a living doing this um you the next record isn't going to do the trick Mm-hmm. right like that mode of thinking is archaic it used to mm-hmm. be true right if the first single and the second single on your first record didn't seem to punch through on radio after your label spent all that money to make it happen then maybe the next record will mm-hmm. okay um and 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 that would grow your audience and blow you up but you've got to understand that you're plugging a song into a machine that has reach and frequency. It's a marketing machine. That's what radio mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Right. It's a marketing machine. So you're reaching hundreds of thousands of people and then they're playing the song over and over and over again. So you get the repetitive, the frequency of the message, mm-hmm. but online that logic holds no water, right? Like, like if nobody heard it the first time, it's and it's let's just say it's it's got to be competitive, right? We've yes. got to have compelling art. But if you got a good song and it's well recorded and uh, it makes people are just like, wow, man, that's that's cool, you know. If you're getting reactions from it, then you know, re- spending your money and your creative energy and your time recording the new record for nobody to hear isn't right. gonna get you into growth. It's gonna no, make it's you another not- record. 
you know? Um, so I want the, the purpose of this episode, I want to implore you to really make some changes in your habits, in your work habits, uh, to focus on your audience. Mm-hmm. How do you focus on your audience, Brent? Well, I'm already focused on my audience because I'm making music for them, Johnny. <laughs> That's right. For I'm who? making music for the people. For what people? <laughs> for my dogs, my homies, my peeps, my... Yeah, that's it. Your homies, your peeps, your family, your friends. Mom and dad. Because nobody else is hearing it. <laughs> right, Because yeah. they don't know it exists, right? Mm-hmm. And well, I focus on my audience. I tell them to check it out. <laughs> I, put it on, I put it on my Facebook feed. And so who's there? All my friends. Like, <laughs> and, and my Facebook friends. But is that getting into growth? No. Like, uh, I put it on my Instagram feed. Okay, is that getting into growth? No. Like, so, um, you know, focusing on growing your audience, whether it's through live shows and trying to capture that information, whether it's through, um, or like, if you're going to do it organic and on the low shoestring budget kind of a thing, if you're doing cover songs on YouTube or mm -hmm. you're uploading those to Facebook, that kind of thing can get you into growth. Mm -hmm. um, what other things do you do, Brent, to uh, like, what do you do in the climb community on the regular that gets you, uh, you know, that, 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 that expands your audience? Man, I mean, especially outside the climb community, because if they're in the climb community, they probably already know about me, right? But mm. especially out in other Facebook That's groups. That's what I meant. Yeah, in other Absolutely. Facebook groups, I'm a member of several songwriting Facebook groups, and I go in there, and when the new Monday blog post drops on songwritingpro.com, I share it. And it's yeah. not about me. It's not, hey, I got this book for sale, or I got this workshop for sale. No, it's like, hey, here's five reasons you need to maybe not write with that artist. Or, hey, here's five ways to get on a producer's or a publisher's radar. It's things that are hopefully personal and relevant to that audience because I'm going in front of an audience of people that have self-identified as songwriters. That's who I help. That's my audience, right? Yeah. So I go with them with stuff that hopefully is relevant and going to serve them. That's what I do. See, and, and then you're getting into growth like somehow by serving them, right? Exactly. So if you're focusing on, you know, if you're creating content that isn't just about you as an artist, but it's about that's, some kind of content that's relevant and personal to them. Mm -hmm. uh, then you're now you're starting to think about your audience. You're focusing on your audience instead of focusing so much on the art. Like I, I'm not saying don't focus on the art at all, but I'm saying like the new record isn't the answer to why people aren't coming to your shows and why you're not making money or the new song. It's okay. it has to right. it has to be put into some kind of a marketing machine. Well, you know what you're you're always at if you're even if you're just like promoting your music out there, like, Hey, check it out, check it out. Here's my new single. Here's my new single. Check it out. You're still asking for the audience to pay something, right? Even if you're just saying it's my free on SoundCloud or it's free yeah. on YouTube, you're still asking them to pay attention. Attention. Yeah. So you're asking for, you're trying to make a sale because yeah. they do have to pay attention. They have a limited resource. Why should they do that? You haven't given them anything yet. You're just, you're asking. Yeah, that's right. And most people aren't focused on growing the audience, right? They're, they're just, their audience is whoever follows them on Facebook. They're not going out trying to meet new people online, which you can read, you know, meet billions of people through social media. Oh, yeah. If you spend a little amount of time every day 
saying loving them first, mm-hmm. targeting them appropriately. But, um, you know, we talk a lot about how to make that happen on this show, but I just want to talk about what happens when you do focus on the audience. Um, ticket sales go up, right? Ticket sales go up. Like we spent time, like in a, in a previous, the last episode of mine, we talked about Jacob Cade and how we got 400 people to see, a str- you know, 400 strangers to come out and see him in a town he's never been in before mm-hmm. and watch him open at eight o'clock for a headliner, for the opener of the headline, right? Yeah, opening for the opener, yeah. So um, there it is. We spent a little bit of time uh, focusing on how can we connect with some people that we don't even know mm-hmm. and get them to care about this. Right. Yeah. And just that little bit of thought and a little bit of money, $200, mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot. <clears throat> all of a sudden that changed the course of events for him, didn't it? You mm-hmm. know? And uh, we talked about how in just literally f- four shows, uh, all of a sudden he gets, he gets connected with the company that's going to pay him money that paid him a nice big stinky check and it now has him on the road permanently. And he's 19 years old, rock guitar God, making it happen, you know, because yeah. we focused on the, the, uh, on the audience, on growing the audience, right? And we were constantly focused on growing the audience. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit of a grind every single day, but you do it consistently. When all these people started sniffing around, what did they see? They saw a, a healthy um, it wasn't awesome, but it was a healthy Instagram account, mm-hmm. right? Which is where his, that's where he's going to hang out. That's where his following is going to hang out. Um, <clears throat> what else happens? Merch sales. Mm-hmm. You're going to sell merch. You know, mm-hmm. if you start thinking about the audience, it might affect how you think about your merch. Yeah. There was an artist that I talked to um, a while back. She did a consultation with me. Uh, she was referred by somebody who listens to the climb and, um, you know, one day she was thinking about that and she came up with, um, I mean, this is a little racy, but it's brilliant. But she came up with a men's boxer shorts mm-hmm. and on the inside flap, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on the boxer shorts, she had like a car stick shift thing sewn into it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she put those up online thinking about her audience. She sold out of those. She went through like three or four runs of those and made a bunch of money. So underwear. I mean, it was brilliant, you know. Stick but in the front, yeah, and marked in the back. That's right. I mean, I mean, it, listen. It, but what was she thinking about? She wasn't thinking about herself. That didn't have anything to do with her as an artist. She's thinking about her audience, right? So, I mean, did it have her? I'm curious about this. Did it have her logo? I'm it? sure it did. Yeah. Okay, but it wasn't about a song called stick shift or anything like that. It was just, you know, I don't know what the impetus was. I, I think I, I, I don't, I think it was just her like dirty little mind and just her dirty uh, mind going dirty boys will like this. And this is, they're going to think it's funny. And yeah, boys will think this is funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like a fart or something, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> hey, hard to sell. Get a bag. Yeah. That's right. And, yeah. and think about, um, you know, Granger Smith uh, sold the fire out of some merch when he was an indie artist, you know, hats, mm-hmm. t-shirts, all that stuff. Growing his audience, right? Growing his mm-hmm. audience with content that was relevant and personal to his audience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Granger Smith going, check out my new song. Here's a picture of my grandma on a t-shirt. Won't you buy it? Yeah, exactly. She's personal and relevant to me. I don't like your grandma. So as stupid as it sounds, well, you get a big audience. Of course you can sell merch. Well, what are you doing to think about that? You know? Yeah. Like that's number two. Number three, Spotify streams. 
Mm. You get more Spotify streams when you have a bigger audience, right? If you're focused on how to get grow your audience and, and constantly not only growing but engaging with them, more people are going to listen to your streams. Mm-hmm. And when more people listen to your streams, magical things happen, mm-hmm. right? Like that's, that is the I – mean, that influences the industry perspective. Oh, right? That's yeah. what, you know, when we put artists out on radio tour, the first thing they do is look at the Spotify, see if anybody cares about this artist or not. Yeah. And they're going to decide that's going to be a determining factor uh, on whether or not you get on the playlist. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. For you know the, that you're paying for, no matter what, right? For the promo, yeah. <laughs> whether they choose to put you on or not, certainly couldn't hurt to have some Spotify streams, right? Yes. And and it, so if you're if you're not you know on a day to day basis focused on your audience, then that's a benefit that's not going to come to you, right? Number four, <clears throat> um, social media influencer money. There are cash registers that exist. Mm-hmm. for people with audiences that you don't even know or that you think are maybe in the back of your head, you're skeptical and it's like a unicorn, but yeah. it's real. You know, with Bailey James, like two years ago, I think she was at about 45 to 50,000 followers on Instagram. That took mm-hmm. us, she was 13 or 14 at the time, people. That took us about three years to get it there completely organically. We weren't paying any money to push anything out. That was just mm-hmm. grind, everyday yeah. grind, okay? And we got that, and she got paid, um, I think it was like a 1000 bucks from um, Live Nation plus four $350 tickets to Bon Jovi to make one post about Bon Jovi because she's an influencer. Boom. You know, and here's what's interesting um, I saw a bunch of the other influencers they were using mm-hmm. uh, for that same promo for that same tour. And uh, this, some of these people just like random people who did something weird on Instagram, then they blew up, right? Yeah. They have a snarky attitude or whatever, but they don't have necessarily a music following. Yeah. 
So I know they didn't get as good a deal as we got because they would talk about on Facebook like the deal that they got. They just got free tickets. <laughs> we got money. Why? Because they were, they were desperate for a music influencer, mm-hmm. even though she was 13, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's real. <clears throat> just and this how past- many, How many people <clears throat> at this point are making a thousand bucks for a show? Right? Just to make one post. Yeah. So those three years, now, is that pay for the- what she paid for all the three years to have me do that? No, no. but still it, it's a cash register that like we would get offers all the time. Mm-hmm. Most of them we turned down because branding wasn't consonant with. Well, it's like an endorsement deal. I mean, it's the same thing you talk about, you know, you want to get the, you want to get it on tour. You want to have an endorsement. This is the same kind of thing. It's they want to pay for your audience's attention. Exactly. It's the same concept. Because I, you know, I, world. Exactly, 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 exactly right. You know, and you can get money for that it, it, because the, all the companies are having the same problems you're having, except mm-hmm. they're, they don't have a song. They got a product. Right. Or a message and they're trying that they're to get trying in growth. growth. And they're trying to get into growth. And what a great way to do it, right? We just had um, a girl, an artist came out here. Her name was Christy. She flew out from LA to meet with Randy and I, okay? Mm-hmm. Because she's looking at our social media going, of all the companies that talk about social media, you guys are the only ones that actually have a following with the engagement and she knows exactly what she's talking about right yeah so we sit down and talk she's got a really healthy uh instagram account i think it's like 46 thousand ish mm-hmm. um total indie artist man she's so savvy she called ahead to enterprise rent a car told him she was coming to town mm-hmm. so i'd be happy to post for you but i'm gonna need a car she got a free <laughs> rental car <laughs> While she's in Nashville, because she agreed to, to make that deal, because she's got influence. Why? Because she has an audience. Perk. It's the same reason you go to the, an artist goes to the Grammy to get the gift bag with all the stuff in it. Because they yeah. want them to be seen with the stuff, the swag bag. That's right. It's attention. They want the attention of your audience. The more audience you have, the more people will pay to get their stuff in front of your audience. That is right. I mean, we have. You know why? Because you're a media company. Yes. Yeah, your TV. Say that again. Say that station. one more time. You are a media company. Yes. So yes. they're and this just is like they pay, um, you know, radio stations air my ad, right? Because yeah. they want the attention of the listeners. You just become your own station, and people want to pay you advertising. Yeah. Get that yeah. audience, and 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 that kind of stuff will happen. I mean, we have countless artists who get free clothing, jewelry from people who are like, they fall in love with the artist on social media and they just send free stuff Mm -hmm. because they want the artist to wear it on there. Like if the artist likes it, the artist will wear it, you know? And why? Because they have an audience, Mm -hmm. right? But this is, you can create your audience, but you got to do it every day. You got to be consistent about it. You got to be serious and intentional about growing your audience. And these are the benefits that you can get from that. You mentioned a word before, favorite word, endorsements, mm. right? There's a company that we've created a relationship with here in, in my office that does endorsement deals mm-hmm. for everything from, from keyboards, microphones, in-ear monitors, road cases, guitars, you know, all kinds of instruments, mm-hmm. um, um, amplifiers, all this stuff. But the Lonely Highway Boys, we've been focusing on their, um, we've been focusing on their audience for, they've been with us for about 10 months now. 
Mm-hmm. They're about to eclipse 10,000 on their Instagram. Nice. Um, they got free microphones, free. Mm-hmm. They got a post about it. They got free amplifiers from a brand new amplifier company that is trying to make a name for itself, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the boys got to try out the amplifiers first, and I told them straight up, I'm like, look, you, you got to like this amp because you're going to have to play it. You know, if, if, <laughs> right. if, if you don't like it, if it's not blowing your skirt up, don't worry about it. You know, just mm-hmm. say, we can politely say no, but if you like it, then we can use it. Now at the time, the guitar player, he had like a AC 30, right? Which mm-hmm. is a beast. So they're doing Broadway now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Up and down the stairs, like second floor, third floor, hauling that thing from the parking lot at the library, all the way down to one of the clubs on Broadway. That yeah. is, I, I would not want to carry that thing five feet. That thing's so heavy. This, yeah. These new amps are like badass, dude. They're like super light. Huh. I mean, he, he freaked on that. He's like, I can't believe it's like this. So it's a regular thing now. Free amplifiers, man. Why? Yeah. Because they got a little audience. That'll lighten and it's your a, And a company that really needs it. It's not, it's not Marshall. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a big brand name, but it's a killer amp. And they got yeah. a free gear. I mean, hello, right? Hey, endorsement rhymes with endorphin. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, so let's talk about um, sp- sponsorships. You know, mm-hmm. as you get big, when you start to cross over the 50,000 mark mm-hmm. on your social media, lots of things can happen. Okay. There are a number of independent artists right now who have, you know, 50,000, 100,000, 150,000, 200,000 followers. They focused on their audience. They've grown their audience and they tour for a living, mm-hmm. but they don't pay for it. Nice. They got sponsors. <laughs> they got sponsors who like are literally showing out between 500, $700,000 a year collectively mm-hmm. And that's what, they're, that's what they tour on. And then the money that they make at the shows, they pocket. And that's how they mm-hmm. make their living. Why? Because they have an audience. And they're indie. They're not rich. They're mm-hmm. just focused and intentional on the stuff that the phrase that pays. The phrase that pays is the audience. Yeah. Right? The audience. Um, they, they, these, I mean, like, uh, we were talking with a sponsorship rep, uh, about some different artists that we have. And, um, we, you know, we need to get like the Lonely Highway Boys up a little bit higher, right? Mm-hmm. Which, we're, which we're focused on. I mean, we're doing the, the organic grind, but now we're about to put some money into it. Mm-hmm. But so Lonely Highway is a, is a country, young country vocal group, uh, but they're a band, they're a full band, but like three brothers that's been singing together since they were in church. Their daddy's a preacher. They've mm-hmm. been singing their babies, okay? Um, brilliant. I mean, they're just uh, absolutely amazing. But they are also, they got an edge, man. They drink alcohol like it's going out of style. They mm-hmm. all chew tobacco. Like I've never seen one of them without a dip in their mouth, like all the time. <laughs> they go through like three dips a day. Like I don't know, I don't know how they do it, okay? Right, yeah. But you know what? Like that's their brand because that's who they are. Mm-hmm. Do you know how badly alcohol and tobacco companies want to throw money at people with with audiences. <laughs> I mean, you can get some big money from them. You know, if that's what, who you are, if that's what you do, um, you know, there's lots of different little brands in there. Cabela's and other things. These guys are sporting their hunters, stuff like that. You know, there's huge companies like that. They have departments. They cut checks mm-hmm. for people on a regular basis. 
that that um, are you know we 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 worked for a while with Rick Monroe. He's sponsored by Monster Energy drinks. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money from them, you know, because he got an audience. There you go, guys. So final thing, number seven, investors. Mm. Nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd, mm-hmm. right? And when you have all this talent and you've also got an audience to go with it, boy, that, you know, somebody who's, who's it's, it's, I predicted this, I predicted this two years ago and it's already starting to happen. There, there's a lot of people, everybody wants to be a rock star, right? And there's a lot of people with a lot of money who would love to have like the permanent backstage pass. Mm-hmm. And a great way to do that is to invest in an artist. Yeah. And, but they're just a little too smart for putting big, big, big dollars into darts in the dark, right? That's uh, why they have money in the first place. Exactly. Because they're careful with it. But when you start uh, and grow in your audience and there's tangible proof that a dollar spent created, moved the needle, right? Mm-hmm. Like with Facebook advertising and stuff like that. Like you can see, here's what we spent. Here's what we got. Oh my gosh. Here's the result. The the account grew bigger. Like, Oh my goodness. That's incredible. You know, Mm -hmm. um, that kind of stuff makes investors really excited because it's business and they understand, but it's cool. Yeah. It's business with the backstage pass. So, you know, we had, we've got, you know, Mark Bray who had a group of investors a year and a half ago. Um, Mm -hmm. and because of the way that we moved the needle on his audience, um, with the money that we had, a bigger investor comes in. He's got a quarter million dollars to play with this year. Woo. We got another investor uh, that, that's a, who's a climber. Mm-hmm. Came in, loves what we're doing, loves what we're talking about, wants to invest in some of the bands. So, you know, the, you, you guys start getting intentional about this and the money will find you. Mm-hmm. Like the phone will ring. You know, if you got an audience, the phone will start to ring and all the questions, how am I going to get my booking agent? How am I going to get a label? How mm-hmm. am I going to, you know, how I'm am I going to manage when there's something to manage? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is what begins to happen. And you, and so guys, you need to spend a, whatever you're spending right now, you need to spend a lot more time growing your audience, mm-hmm. right? It makes sense, right? Brent, you and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. With our companies. Mm-hmm. Always trying to grow who we're talking to getting our message to the people who need it. The people who can help. That's right. There you go. So um, guys, that's, that's, uh, that's all I got for you today, man. I really want everybody to, to, to think about this and and start to make uh, some moves here on growing your audience. Okay. If you need help with this, reach out for a consultation. Um, you know, one hour and we can sit down and talk about your specific situation and um, put together a plan for you to help you. It's, it's a lot easier to do this when you know exactly what to do when you wake up in the morning, right? Like <laughs> this, 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 and this, this is what I'm going to do. Here's the tools I'm going to use. And then when you start to see it happen, it's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. So um, in, info, blah. Email us at info at daredoubleproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Put consultation in the subject line, and we'll be happy to, uh, you know, connect with you, set up a time, and, and get you into growth. It's really exciting when you start to get to some of the creative brain flowing on the marketing side, and, and you start figuring out different ways to connect with audiences. And it, it's just as satisfying as writing a good song, especially when the good song that you wrote is going to get heard by the people that you just figured out how to connect with. That's right. I mean, it's, That's it's right. doubly exciting, right? Yeah. So, uh, 
Anyway, guys, uh, join the Climb community if you haven't already on Facebook. Uh, ask to be let in. We let everybody in. Subscribe to the podcast. We want to make sure you hear every episode that's going to be relevant to you. Take 5, 10, 15 seconds. Leave a five-star rating and review. Let mm-hmm. them know what you think and that it's legit. And then share it if you like it. If you find a benefit from this, let other people know and because uh, we can help them too, right? That's right. All right, guys. Well, this podcast exists because we want you to win as an indie artist, as an indie songwriter. We want you to take that step up the ladder. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.